I'm Joe Leo with your Play-by-Play -play Network Sports Minute. The Mets and Yankees both win bounce-back games in their series against inferior National League Central opponents. The Mets needing 10 innings to win the rubber match against the Cincinnati Reds 8-3. Dom Smith, who had the go-ahead RBI in the 10th inning, on how this win is just another day at work. Yeah, I think um, to, to get to our end goal, um, we're going to have to have wins like this and win games like this. So it's just a part of it. It's a part of being a good team. Uh, like, it's not going to always be pretty, but if we can uh, find ways to win ball games, uh, we'll be where we want to be at the end of the year. So The series win coming on the heels of a weekend in Queens reserved for royalty. Keith Hernandez will get his number 17 retired on Saturday as the year of honoring the Mets greats continues. The probables for Saturday's matinee are Carlos Carrasco and Braxton Garrett. A four-and-a-half-hour drive across I-71, the Yankees avoid getting swept in a two-game series by the Pittsburgh Pirates by battering the Buccos 16 to nothing. Aaron Judge hit his 30th home run in the season and his third career grand slam in the ninth inning, but wasn't focused on chasing any single-season home run record. He's more laser-focused on his teammates coming up big. Joey with the big homer. You know, Donaldson from the jump, you know, base hit, you know, homer later in the game. Um, you know, it's, it's a long season. You know, those guys are going to have their months where they're going off and they're going to carry this team in a long way. So, excited they were able to, you know, contribute to that. Judge is out of tonight's lineup against the Boston Red Sox with a lower back stiffness, something manager Aaron Boone isn't concerned about, labeling it as middle of the season wear and tear, with Judge still available to pinch hit tonight. Garrett Cole looks to avenge his bad outing in the AL wildcard game in Fenway Park, a ballpark that has been a house of horrors for the Yankees' ace. He's opposed tonight by Josh Wazinski. For the Play-by-Play -play Network, I'm Joe Leo. You're listening to the Grind Hours Podcast. At the wall! See ya! See ya! It is that time of year again. If you are new to the show, what this podcast is, and it's not going to be, you know, break here, break here, break here. We will have one break in between the second and the winner of what is now. Nick, this is the sixth year. Sixth year. That we are doing this show. This is, again, if you're new, the Mike Connolly Award, which... <laughs> is given out to the most egregious free agent contract in the NBA. It was ushered in by the namesake, Mike Conley, during the 2016 free agency period where the cap went up in the NBA. It skyrocketed. And everyone was like, oh, we have all this money. Let's just give it to guys who've done absolutely nothing in their career because we have money to burn. Right. So shout out to Forbert. Uh, Two-time winner, you know, champion Mike Conley, former winner uh, uh, Drew Holiday, who actually mm -hmm. has turned things around. Yep. Former winner Christian Wood. Yep. I mean, it's 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 you know the, these are the type of players that win this award. We're, we're not giving this out to like uh, Chris Paul or what have you. But. De Devin Booker was also on that list, and he is uh, he has rectified himself as yep. uh, so two guys. One Two is an NBA champion, Drew Holiday. Yes. And one is an NBA superstar who went to the finals a couple of years ago in Devin Booker. So we may well become a champion if right. uh, Kevin Durant is able to make his way out there. Well, we'll see. He might be able to do that without Kevin Durant. But... He might be. That's that's a really good team, especially with Bonnie Williams coaching. 
so it is possible to rectify your career once you have, you know, we're still waiting on Mike Connolly to make an all-star team. Yes. He's won Christian the award. Wood, same thing. Same thing. <laughs> he has won the award twice and he has still not made an all-star team. So without further ado, both of us have five. Nick, you've told me that you have a little bit of a, a, a combination for one of them. Yes. But ultimately we have five. I have one honorable mention that I want Nick to talk to me, talk me into at the end of the show. But okay. uh, without further ado, Nick, you yes. can go first with your fifth, your fifth nominee for the, yes. uh, for the sixth edition. Now the sixth annual NBA roast, the Mike Conley award, who yep. is number five on your list. So, and, and, you know, to, to just recap for anybody who may be listening for the first time. So it's, it's basically, it works like a top five list, you know, yes. number five is the one I most understand the money for number one being the one that we least understand the money yes. for the one that we think is going to win. So number five, um, I have it so low on the list because obviously there's a lot of potential here. Obviously okay. there's a lot of potential for this to work out. You know, I maybe you see where I'm going with this. This guy is superstar talent. You know, he's he's he was meant to be the franchise guy. But that said, at number five, I have the Zion Williamson Pelicans extension. Uh, the guy who's played paid played 85 games over the course of three years. So essentially, just over a full season over three years since he was the number mm -hmm. one pick the guy who's quit on the team on multiple occasions, the guy mm -hmm. who can't keep his weight down. And he signed a five-year extension that could reach $231 billion. I mean, I, I don't know what Gail Benson was thinking. I don't know what the front office in, Saint, in, in New Orleans was thinking, especially considering this guy has made clear that he wants out of New Orleans. So I... We don't usually do extensions on this list. It's usually free agency, but I, I couldn't not include this. This was such a head scratcher to me for this amount of money, for this amount of years, for the fact that he wants out and it's a re-signing with the same team, for the fact that he has not delivered on his potential at all, aside from a few scattered bursts of excellence. I mean, what more can you say? Zion Williamson, number five. I'm going to just go mute on Zion because he's on my list just a little <laughs> bit further okay. on that list than, than you. Um, and the one thing I will say on this, mm -hmm. this is the year of the extension. Yes. For there me. were a lot of extensions being the, given out. The sixth Mike Connolly award, the subtext of it is the year of the extension because it's mm -hmm. not, there, there hasn't been many free agent contracts given out it has right. been mostly extensions and some you know quite deserving you know the Jokic extension yes. excellent contract yes biggest contract in the history of the nba and well deserved because he's a two-time mvp two-time mvp and, and probably will win two or three more before his career is over i mean the dude's only like i maybe. believe 27 yeah maybe so he's yeah I mean, you're talking about guys who are going to be future champions. I mean, yes. that, that, especially now that they've got Bruce Brown in there to help him out. My number five is a guy that I actually like. And this isn't the first occurrence of this. We, we actually put guys on this list that we enjoy watching them play. It's just yes. the money doesn't make any sense. 
And number yes. five for me is P.J. Tucker. Mm, I, okay. I love P.J. Tucker, but he's 37 years old, going to be 38 at some point during the season. And he got three years for $33 million. It's not yes. so much the money because the money's kind of respectable. Mm-hmm. But is he going to do this at 41? No. Nope. I, th- I don't think he lives the, the length of this contract. So no, I don't. I don't think so either. This was totally a next year purchase for the 76ers, in my opinion. And I actually, right. funny enough, I have PJ Tucker at number four on my list. So me okay. and you, simpatico. Um, I, for basically exactly the same reasons, I couldn't have said it better. The guy's 38 years old. It, 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 you know, he might put up some good, you're going to have, uh, with, with him and, and James Harden together, you're going to have a, a nice solid shot at, um, at the, I, I will the, say this about Harden. I don't want to step on you, but are we sure Harden's going back to Philly? We sure? Okay. No, we're not. Okay. I'm waiting for the, the mystery team to just, because they, this should have been already been a done deal. It's July 7th. Not even Kevin Durant waited this long when he was going from Oklahoma City to Golden State to make up his mind. That is very true. That is very, very true. So we may PJ have to Tucker, add an addendum to right, this, this show, which we've done before. The Devin yeah. Booker was a last minute. It was when we were recording the show. We finished in recording. the midst of recording. Well, no, we, I think we finished recording. We were yeah. about, we were, we just turned the mics off. Ding, Devin Booker extension. Turn <laughs> the mics back on. Let's go again. Okay. And so that could very well happen during the, the recording of this show. I'm mm-hmm. actually I'm hoping for that. But for for PJ Tucker, this is more. I think this is this is a first, and mm-hmm. it's not even that long. It's just how old he is. It's my issue is more the years than the money he's actually making. Yes, I I, I fully agree with that. So since we've gotten your Two, I will go for my fourth, and that is Marvin Bagley, an extension with the Detroit Pistons, three years, $37 million. Um, This is like Christian Wood to me. He's an Mm -hmm. okay player. I know he was a lottery pick. He's shown some signs of being, you know, an okay basketball player, a guy who you'd want in the rotation, but he hasn't made an all-star team. He got traded. And that was a big thing where mm-hmm. the Kings were like, we don't want to give up on him. We don't want to give up on him. And then they just gave him away to Detroit. So why is the, like, who's Detroit batting, batting against with Mar- Marvin Bagley? Who's going to give him $37 million? He'd be lucky on the open market to get, I don't know, eight. Yeah. Right. Like 37. It's, it, it would be like, it, it, would, it would be like if, if the Yankees re-signed Josh Donaldson next year for for thirty million dollars. No, eighty, like eighty million dollars. It's yeah. like who are you? Like, nobody else. Nobody else is offering ten. Right. <laughs> so who's who are you? Who's the second bidder in the Marvin Bagley sweepstakes? <laughs> there is none. Is. So why? That's it's just. This is a maybe Sacramento it was the mystery team. It was the right. same mystery team as James Harden. Right. So, and I guess this Marvin Bagley extension is because, um, what's his name? Uh, Aiton didn't want to go to Detroit, so they're just like, "Hey, we'll just throw money at at Bagley." But right, we'll get the next best thing. But this is this is a king thirty-seven move million dollars made I mean. by the Pistons. Yeah, thirty-seven. <laughs> I know he's young. But 
he hasn't shown any potential. It's like clerks, 37 right. in a row. Right. <laughs> I don't get it, man. So that's my fourth is uh, Marvin Bagley extension with the Pistons. And, you know, actually, in terms of it's actually the perfect segue into my number three because of the whole who was the other bidder philosophy. <laughs> And we you and, and because of the you like watching this guy's game, so your your two back to back have made the perfect segue into my number three, which I'm taking a bit of a detour. This is normally a free agency roast for the first time ever in Mike Conley Award history. We have a trade nomination. Okay, and it's another guy like you were saying. I like the guy's game. I love to watch him play. Great player. But perfectly with, I can, I, you know where I'm going with this. This is the who was the other bitter fallacy. So, number three, Rudy Gobert being traded <laughs> to the Minnesota Timberwolves from the Jazz in exchange for, I'll, I'll, I'll break it down for you Malik Beasley, Patrick mm-hmm. Beverly, Walker Kessler, the tw- uh, number 22 pick. Yes. Leandro Barbarossa. Not Barbosa. Don't call me Leandro Barbosa. Oh, yeah. Leandro Barbosa. I'm sorry. Um, Jared Vanderbilt, a top five protected pick and three unprotected first round picks for Rudy Gobert. It's, it's, I'm I'm not saying the guy's a bad player. He's a two time, he's a three time all star. He's, he's, he's a three time defensive player of the year. But who was the other bidder? Who else was going to offer a packet that you could have gotten this guy for, for two of the picks and, <laughs> and maybe two or three of the players, but instead it's, it's five picks and four players. What was the, who, who else, who was the other bidder? And it, it, it's, it's absurd to, and for a team like the Timberwolves that is, is consistently struggling to find themselves in, in uh, playoff competition you basically hamstrung yourself if this doesn't work out because now you've lost multiple unprotected first first rounders. It mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of the Nets Paul Pierce Kevin Garnett deal. So let me let me just pump the brakes on this and I actually I understand it and it mm-hmm. is too much. Yes. It is way too much. But let me and I'm going to borrow a uh, a page out of Mike Wilbon's book when he, he went on PTI a couple of days ago and when they were discussing this trade. Yes. It is way too much. I, we, everyone is in agreement with that. But this is a deal that Minnesota has to do because no one's coming there in free agency. That's Minnesota true. is the anti-free agent destination. No one's going, you know where I want to play basketball? We're a place where it snows for three months, for six months out of the year. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play. I don't want to have a playoff game and there'd be five inches of snow outside. I don't want which, that. Which honestly so, is really, I got to say, it's always been really unfortunate, but really surprising to me because the Twin Cities are, is one of the coolest places in this country to live and to work. So I really have never understood. I get the snow cold. Thing. I get the cold thing. I get it. But there, like, there's so much more to it. It's like, it's like when people say, I don't want to live in Chicago because it, it gets too cold and too windy. You don't want to live in one of the biggest, like, brightest star cities in the world? I mean, it's crazy to me. 
But that said, you're, you are 100% right. They have to do it. But Is that it, said, they didn't right. have to give up this much. Right. With all that being said, it's still way too much for a guy who is aging, basically aging poorly because you can't play him in a playoff series. Mm-hmm. You do this to appease one of your stars who you just gave $200 plus million to mm-hmm. who wants to play the four. It's the Anthony Davis thing where it's just like, oh, I want to play the four. I don't want to, I don't want to have to go up against the big, strong guys at the five. Deal no. with it. You're huge. You're a big mm-hmm. man. That's what you're getting paid to do, but he doesn't, he wants to be the ultimate stretch four. So cat, go ahead and do that. You get this guy who you can't Towns is going to play the five anyway in the playoffs. Cause you can't play Gobert in the playoffs, right? You've seen it back to back to back playoffs. It's he not good. Play. So I wonder if him intentionally infecting himself with coronavirus a couple of years ago has anything to do with this, this decline. Well, he's also like speaking of that, he's also <laughs> the lightning rod of like NBA newsreels since 2020. Yes. Everything has been Rudy Gobert related. So yeah, <laughs> back in the news, and he gets a mention <laughs> for the first ever trade on the Mike Conley Award podcast. Yes. Shout out, shout out Gobert, and mostly shout out Timberwolves front office for this abysmal decision. Yet again, uh, a terror. I mean, and it's a new GM. So if if this fails, he's gone. Yes, he just this got is... the job this year. <laughs> Welcome to the job. Poof. What a, what a what a deal for the Jazz, though. I mean, they're they're set to go. Yeah, they have all this. Well, it's Danny Ainge. Yeah, Danny, Danny Ainge. Ainge. The bastard. Another heist. <laughs> we we have we we we've made a joke on last year's podcast with Conley winning his own award again. Yeah, that his uh, agent is the best you know swindler of all time. No, nope, it's want, Danny Ainge. Well, no financial advice I want from whoever represents Mike Conley. If I yeah. if I want to organize a heist, I'm hiring Danny Ainge. That's what he, I, I'm giving him a new nickname. It's the bank robber. <laughs> so my number three, another guy that I actually like, but yes, like Mike Conley, it's just, what have you done for me lately? And that's Zach Levine. Mm, I, I, interesting. Interesting. Extension with the Chicago Bulls five for two fifteen point two million dollars. He gets his bag and partially, rightfully so. Mm -hmm. But he has one all-star team. He has made the playoffs one time. That's it. And when he made the playoffs, he wasn't that great. It wasn't like he was jumping off the page. And I know they played the Bucs, but the Bucs were without Chris Middleton for majority of the series. So he's supposed to be a star. You're supposed to show up in the playoffs. He didn't really do that. And I know it was his first time, but Devin Booker in his first time in the playoffs proved that he was a superstar. So mm-hmm. maybe Zach Levine will make me shut my mouth up next year. But right now, this contract doesn't make any sense. And I understand why Chicago is doing it, but still, this much money for a guy who's made one all-star team and made the playoffs one time, it, it's the definition of this award. You know, it's interesting is really the guy I think Chicago should have targeted but didn't is P.J. Tucker. 
Yep. That's a guy they could really use on that team. But I guess or this Rudy is Gobert. why. Or Rudy Gobert. But I guess this is why we're making podcasts and we're not NBA GMs. Right. <laughs> who's, your, right. who's your number two? My number two. Let me pull it up here. So my number two is... Uh, a guy who who has been on this award show before, nominated, <laughs> never won. Um, so this I, again, another 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 guy who I am fond of watching, mostly for his lack of highlights, <laughs> and um, a, absurd that this is this is what has gone down for this. And it's not a big money contract, but it's a terrible deal when you think of the structure of the deal, the structure of the team he's going to and, and what his role on this team will be. And so my number two is the Mavericks, JaVale McGee. Hey, JaVale. JaVale McGee. Shaq and a full champion multiple times. Shaq and a full champion multiple times. Three years, 21, uh, $21 million for JaVale McGee to – a, basically be a backup center. No, for, he wants to start. I think he's he going wants to start. start, but he won't be starting. You're going to start guy, Powell over him? I I think they're going to start Powell. Okay. And and I mean, it, it, Powell played well last year. JaVale McGee, the, the good thing is that he brings... <coughs> the good he's got thing three is rings. He's got three rings. He brings that championship pedigree. But other than that, I mean, the guy has done absolutely nothing in his NBA career. He's been he's been essentially the the the, the big doofus who who championship pedigree. He's went vegan pedigree. Yes, that's another thing he's done in his in his NBA career. He's went vegan and he's maybe extended his career a lot longer than it probably should be. He has done that, yeah. So I'm I'm not I don't I don't want to rip JaVale McGee too much because you can just listen to Shaquille O'Neal do that. But very um very very questionable decision from the the Mavericks <laughs> front office to bring this guy in when you already have Dwight Powell at center. You already have other players on the team that can shift over to center. You have a couple of stretch fours on that roster. So I don't I don't understand it. I don't I, there if you want somebody with championship pedigree there's there's better <laughs> options to bring in than JaVale McGee uh Drogic, for example was available you could have had him and and have him be a nice uh backup to Luca well he he actually so that there's a story behind that he slighted the Mavericks and left him kind of like DeAndre Jordan in the middle of the night and said I'm gonna go play for Chicago so oh, interesting. There was rumors that he wanted to play with Luca because they're countrymen, and he wanted to go to Dallas. And there was mutual interest, and then Chicago swooped in and and stole Drogic away from. Uh, which go ahead, fine, have him. He can't right. play either. It's four on five in a playoff series if you're playing Goran Dragic right now. He can't yes. play. So, I like it. My old friend Javale's making the the list again. He's back. My number two, another guy I actually like his game, another extension, <laughs> Anthony Simons with the uh, Portland Trailblazers, four for 100. I don't get it. He's a really nice player. He would be probably 
a bench player on a playoff team. Yes. But he's not hundred million dollars for a bench player on a playoff team on a team. That's not going to the playoffs. Right. Anytime soon. I love Dame Lillard. I love Simons, but this is way too much, way too much for a guy. Again, he's taken, he's progressed every year he's played in the NBA. And maybe mm-hmm. by the end of this contract, he can live up to the first year of the contract, but come on, man. I understand that you want to keep your guys and that there's a level of loyalty for Portland. Mm-hmm. Yes. But let him go. Let him be a, an all-star somewhere else. He's not going to be that. Again, maybe three years from now. Maybe. He will be that. But not right now. He's not worth the money. A hundred million dollar contracts ah. are not given out to babies or should right. not be given out to babies. You should, it sure things. It's a hundred million. Yeah. You got to at least have... Life-changing money. But come on, Portland. What are you doing? Come on, Portland. You got to at least have an all-star game before I'm giving out a hundred billion dollars to you. Right. You know, it's that, that I thought about that one. That was my number six. That was okay. right there. So. SeatGeek is the number one ticket app for buying and selling tickets. Sports fans, music fans, comedy fans, theater fans, fans of tickets. Use my code GRINDHOUR to get into the building to get yourself a seat. Again, that's code GRINDHOUR at checkout for $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. One more time, code GRINDHOUR. That's G-R-I-N-D-H-O. You are at checkout. Feed Hudson Valley is a regional food rescue and harvesting network in the Hudson Valley operating through Dutchess, Orange, Ulster, Columbia, Green, Putnam, and Sullivan counties. It links donors of prepared but unserved food and fresh produce with nonprofits and food assistant programs. Through an app-assisted network of food donors, volunteers, and feeding agencies, Feed Hudson Valley facilitates the harvesting, processing, and distribution of locally grown or produced agricultural products, self-stable food donations, and prepared nutritious foods. The app used is called Chowmatch, and it is easy for volunteers to download and use. Among the donors are restaurants, farms, food makers, stores, hospitals, and universities. The food assistant programs include food pantries, soup kitchens, and shelters. Volunteers are matched through the Chow Match app when a donation is available. They can indicate that they are available to make a run and then pick it up for a donor and deliver it to the agency. The Feed Hudson Valley Network currently includes over 300 volunteers, 130 donors, and 95 receiving agencies. Last year on average, Feed Hudson Valley rescued and redirected over 12,000 pounds of food each month. Feed Hudson Valley could use more donors and volunteers. To learn more and sign up, visit feedhv.org. Again, that's feedhv.org. One more time, spelled out, f-e-e-d-h-v.org. Now back to the podcast. So, who is your winner this year? My winner, and another one where I'm kind of, I'm breaking with tradition. Okay. Because it's not one person. 
I'm giving it to a group as a whole. Okay. So, what was... I ask you, Joe, what was the Lakers' biggest problem last year? The Lakers' biggest problem is that they surrounded LeBron and, and Anthony Davis with too many old guys who can't shoot anymore. Mm-hmm. So the Lakers' front office said, we're going to get younger. And they brought in a ton of younger guys to surround LeBron and AD with. The only problem, Joe is these guys can't shoot either. <laughs> the problem hasn't been solved. You just got younger. So they added Troy Brown Jr., Damian Jones, Juan Toscano Anderson, and Lonnie Walker. So I'm going to give you their um, their 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 numbers. Uh, career three-point percentage for these guys. Troy Brown Jr., 33.7. Okay. Damian Jones, 30.2. Toscano Anderson, 36.1. Lonnie Walker, 34.3. Career threes per uh, three points per game. Troy Brown Jr., two. Davian Jones, 0.2. Toscano Anderson, 1.5. Lonnie Walker, 3.6. So, Chris, uh, Lonnie Walker is the only, you would consider, high-volume shooter, the only thing <laughs> close to that. And his numbers have, I looked at the, everybody's numbers. Lonnie Walker's numbers have gone down every year he's been in the league. I actually like Lonnie Walker. He's a guy that I would have loved to have on the Nets. But this grouping, so, so you're giving the award. not I'm giving the, the award to the Lakers front office so, for right, not to solving Palenka. the problem. Your sixth annual MCA award is going to Rob Palenka. Yeah. Yes. For spending a combined hundred million dollars to not solve the problem. All right. Essentially, like it. it's and it's worse because they got younger. So essentially, not only did he not solve the problem, <laughs> he made sure that the problem will continue for a significant <laughs> period of time. Right. And LeBron so, might LeBron might leave in a year. Like he yes. might say, eh, I'm gone. And then what do you do? Right. Then you got Anthony Davis and a bunch of guys who can't shoot. It's like the Sacramento Kings all over again. Or the, or the Pelicans, I'm sorry. So let me give you the honorable mention before I get to my number one guy. My honorable mention, and we could slot him in at any point, but, and we can talk about him for the actual award, but it's mm-hmm. Bradley Beal. And Bradley Beal's an all-star. He's a really okay. good player. He has yes. been a really good player on a very, very bad team for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. He gets an extension of five for $251 million. Yes. The reason why he's on this list is he is most likely going to be playing for another team in 2023 at the trade deadline. He is going right. to use this in a similar way that Kevin Durant has used his extension to say, get me the heck out of here. I don't want to play here anymore. And there's mm-hmm. our, there, Bradley Beal has been in trade talks since the beginning of time. He, yeah. Yes, he committed to to uh, Washington when the wheels were falling off of their playoff bandwagon. Mm-hmm. He is stuck through the dark ages of wizard basketball, and he has not been happy for a considerable amount of time. He quit on this team last year. He said, oh, I could probably wait till the end of the season to get this surgery. No, I'm going to have it right now. Yeah. You didn't want to trade me? I'm going to have that surgery right now. So so I, I am sure that you don't get anything else from me this year. Then it signs this extension, missed games at the beginning of the year because he didn't want to get vaccinated, 
he did, he has quit on this Wizards team. He doesn't want to be in Washington anymore. Mm-hmm. Yet he signs, gets his bag, and I'm telling you, Nick, by trade deadline 2023, he is going to be playing basketball somewhere outside of the District of Columbia. Right. I and I fully agree. I think the only way you can look at this contract as a good thing is because now the return will be somewhat better right. than if his contract was expiring. Because whoever acquires him, whether that's Dallas, whether that's Phoenix, whether that's you know wherever he wants to go, they know that they're getting. Right. And he has Bradley. a no trade clause. I forgot about that. He can pick where he goes. So it's right. like Washington has just basically said, "Here, have the keys of the kingdom. Tell us where you want to go. We don't have to get a haul back for you." Right. So the the it, the, the the purpose was not even fulfilled. Right. <laughs> so so yeah, I I I'm in lockstep with you. <clears throat> I mean, this is a, it was a puzzling decision to extend him. They kind of had to do it because otherwise he was just going to leave them high and dry. Now maybe they'll get a little more something right. back. He's still going to leave them high but, and dry. But he's They're still exactly get, he's still know, going to leave them high a and dry. Out of it. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't understand this this deal at all. I I think it was it's, it's it's just unfortunate, you know, for for Wizards fans for the the District of Columbia who all of their teams are in complete disrepair right now, except <laughs> I guess the Capitals. Capitals are managing to be okay, but Nationals terrible, you know. Daniel Snyder probably about to be removed from the the Commander organization, which is probably a good thing, but all these all these hearings and such so not much for for washington fans to cheer about right now no and the nationals are going to get sold like yeah. it's just oh there's yeah. so much going wrong in the district of columbia yeah these days so, so much you know is anything working i mean the, the political system seems to be a disaster the sports system seems to be a disaster tourism is down can we, yeah, we need somebody to step in in the District of Columbia and uh, and fix almost pretty much everything. Make Washington, D.C. great again. <laughs> so, without further ado, my winner for yes. the sixth annual NBA Roast, the Mike Connolly Award, is someone, Nick, you have already mentioned. Yes. I- Zion Williamson. Yes. Zion. <laughs> the reason being... He has played 81 games in three mm-hmm. years. Not Technically, not a full season of basketball in three years. He went to Nike for his rehab, which is yeah. the first time in the history any athlete has ever gone outside of their own team doctors to go to Nike to rehab. Not mm-hmm. to get a new shoe deal or try out a new pair of shoes, to rehab. Yes. I don't know what facilities they have in uh, Washington to rehab a foot and a knee but he went there to rehab he said i want not he didn't talk to this team for months didn't talk to mccollum for month for weeks mm-hmm. mccollum had to go to the press and say i haven't talked to him i've been here for two weeks i haven't talked to him once <laughs> he he does bradley beal doesn't want to be in the district of columbia zion would rather be in siberia than to the be new in new orleans, orleans. So it's, it's, and you moved heaven and earth to get this guy. Uh-huh. You get he's supposed to be the the Taj Mahal, 
this great, wondrous return. He hasn't played for you. He doesn't want to play for you. And you're Mm -hmm. better without him. They actually Mm -hmm. made the playoffs and won playoff games against, well, the defending champions. They competed. And they're better without him. And you give him this contract, which you said, Nick, could be up to $213 million for a guy who's been in the three years in the league. Yeah. And he he can't keep weight off. We don't know no. if this guy can be anything. He gained he was 300 pounds at one point. What NBA player do you know that consistently plays basketball at 300 plus pounds? Shaq, and that's it. And I don't think he even hit 300 pounds. He might have gotten close, but I don't mm-hmm. think Shaq was 300 pounds playing weight. Probably so, not, no. It just it doesn't make any sense. This guy has learned zero lessons since he's been in the NBA. And, and, and really with this contract is going to continue to learn zero lessons. Right. Because the lesson here is I can do whatever I want. I can quit on the team. I can skip practice. I can rehab outside of the facility of a shoe company. Right, and didn't even and, tell them. That and not tell them. tell New Orleans that he was going to Nike. And you know what? They'll still give me the money. Right. Like, What whatever. world are we living in? It, honestly, you know, I can't even, like, this is, this is, I, I have a hot take. I have a hot okay. take right here on this podcast. You know what? Attendance there is down. New Orleans residents are just not fucking with this roster. You know, attendance is down. Finances are down. This is the nail in the coffin. The Pelicans won't be there in 10 years. No, they'll probably be in Seattle or the new LeBron vehicle. How funny would that be? The new LeBron vehicle in in Vegas. Oh, yeah. A couple of years. I wouldn't be shocked at all. I think that'd be great. LeBron and Bronny together in Vegas. Right. The Las Vegas Pelicans. Would... Because you, they never would changed Zion the name play then. Moved. If LeBron says I'm caught, I'm buying this team and I'm moving them to Vegas, would he play with them then? Probably not. Zion, probably not. He's going to go to Maine. I'm going to rehab mm-hmm. in Maine. You know what? You have convinced me. I had it low on the list because obviously he had lots of potential, but I'm moving him up on my list. I think we have our clear winner of this year's what, Mike Conley Award. What has he done? He. <laughs> He had a couple, he played a couple of good months of basketball. That's yep. what he did. He showed that he can be something and that potential is there, but mm-hmm. there's a ton of guys who've shown that and so, not gotten 193, potentially 213 million. Mm-hmm. So he has, one, he has uh, one all-star appearance from that amazing couple of months. Other than that, all of his career highlights are from his college days or his high school days. Right. And I, mean, I want this guy to be good. I do, because he's good for the sport. But right. he's a train wreck. Mm-hmm. And I, I, there's, there's nothing more to say. I mean, Rob Palinka, you put up a good fight. But I but think Zion's we know where the award you. has to go. Zion's beat you. So... The consensus sixth winner of the Mike Conley Award is Zion Williamson. Congratulations, Zion. Hopefully you you become something in yes. the NBA. But as of now, you're I would love for you to be the Drew Holiday of yes. this situation. Yes, but your yeah. claim to fame now is that you are the sixth annual winner 
of the Mike Connolly Award. Congratulations. And shout out the Pelicans for being the first team to win this award twice. Twice, yeah. Once with once with Drew Holiday, once now with Zion. T- tells you a lot about that organization, doesn't yeah. it? We've had a two-time player winner, the namesake, and now we've had a two-time team winner. <laughs> so, All right, Nick. Uh, I think the, I think that's a good place to end the festivities. Tell the people what you got going on, where they can find you, all the good stuff. All right. Well, right now I've got this this bottle of delicious Pepsi Zero Sugar going on. Not You've sponsored. compromised enough, Zion. Yes. Um, so you can catch me on um, on uh, you can catch me uh, the Bad Ideas. That's my band. I am the the lead vocalist and guitarist of the Bad Ideas. Record is coming out soon. I am hard at work getting the tracks done. Um, we're going to have 11 tracks of the record. I will read you off the track listing. So we the live on the air, the reveal of the track listing. We have track one, Pero Rojo Time. <laughs> track two, Back of a Volkswagen. Nice. Track three, um, track three, Love and Other Disasters. Track four is Firecracker, which was also the lead single. Track five, Lois Lane. Track six, Hey Bro, Did You Know That Wrestling Is Fake? <laughs> track seven, Own Two Eyes. Track eight, Middletown. Track nine, All That and a Bag of Chips. Track 10, Three Cheers for Rock Bottom. And finally, track 11, Maybe the Real Bad Ideas Were the Friends We Made Along the Way. Noise, 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 Nick. Um... Shout out your Twitter real quick, and then we'll get out of here. Oh, yeah, yeah. So all social media is at Nick Parodies. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, all that good stuff. Children's programming podcast is on hiatus right now, but we will be back soon. And um, like I said last time, I'm enjoying my last couple of weeks up here as a New Yorker, and I can't wait to get down to, to Tennessee and get this music career started in earnest. Nick, thank you so much for joining me on this journey for the 6th MCA Award, and I will talk to you soon. All right, brother? Yes, sir. On this side of the coin, not the fake Jay Leo on Twitter, jdatasports.blogspot.com, and of course this podcast. If you've reached this point, please like, subscribe, and share with anyone you've seen fit. Download the show. It means more to the show than you know. Thanks to the sponsors of today's show, SeatGeek and FeedHB. Hey guys, this is Morgan again. Um, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Joe and our friends that really made my birthday special. Um, My birthday is July 3rd. Happy birthday to me. If anyone also wants to wish me a happy birthday, I'm still accepting happy birthdays. Um, You can contact Joe through Twitter or if you have his number or whatever, I will still accept them. Um, But again, thanks to our friends that really made the weekend special. It was one of the best weekends that I've ever had. And I just wanted to thank Joe so much for it. All right. Remember that the show is going back to the original schedule of Tuesdays and Thursdays, so have a great weekend, everyone. And until next time, it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Peace.